Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all that stuff. Check it out at cruiseradio.net. The other day, Doug went on Twitter and Facebook and asked our Cruise Radio listeners if they had any weather-related questions. And you responded with such great passion. We appreciate that. So, on this show, we have my favorite meteorologist from the Weather Channel, Jennifer Natoso, will be with us fielding those questions. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Hey, man. Let's get right to it. The godmother for the brand new Carnival Magic has been announced. Who is it? It is Lindsay Wilkinson. Yeah. She was a former patient of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Uh, and then she became an employee of the organization and an ambassador helping share its message of hope and inspiration. And so she will be the godmother of the brand new upcoming Carnival Magic, which uh, debuts May 1st. And uh, she'll name the 130,000 ton ship. How, how long will the ship be in Europe? The ship is actually going to be there beginning in May and uh, sailing, uh, you know, 7 to 12 night uh, sailings. And uh, she comes to the United States uh, in October uh, to her new home in Galveston, Texas. Which is where everybody's going, it seems, huh? Yeah, she'll, it'll be uh, ship number four. Wow. Celebrity Cruise Lines to debut in Asia. Is this a, a big step for the company? And can the market in Asia take another cruise ship? Well, Asia is growing, uh, you know, quite steadily, and uh, Celebrity will be moving Celebrity Millennium, which was the first of the previous class, the Millennium class, and uh, she's going to visit nine countries, uh, including Vietnam, Thailand, China, and it's going to be pretty exciting because the ship uh, will be going in to be solsticized, so she has many features that are reminiscent of the award-winning Celebrity Solstice class. And, uh, I mean, she's going to be going to Hong Kong and Shanghai, and uh, it's going to be a, a very exciting uh, opportunity because it's not only good for, you know, the U.S.-based passengers, but uh, it's also going to be, uh, you know, it may also be, you know, quite a, um, a draw to the European and Asian passengers. I mean, the lines are really going after uh, Asia in a big way, uh, trying to attract even the Chinese passengers. So it, it's going uh, to be quite interesting. Right on. Uh, Stuart, what are these standby fares that Crystal is offering? Well, what, it's, it's a very interesting. Um, what, what's, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be offering for new bookings between, we've already passed it, uh, April 7th. Um, they're going to be offering up, uh, discounts up to 75% if you can uh, just go ahead and, and book standby. And it's good on select sailings. Uh, where they're going to be offering pricing on 12-night sailings from just starting from 29 95 uh, per person, and uh, you know it requires a $500 uh, per person deposit, and it's going to be confirmed, you know, first come first serve, uh, but it's not going to be done in, uh, no earlier than 45 days prior to the departure. So you've got a selection of uh, 12-night Alaska cruises departing round trip out of San Francisco uh, on the May early June sailings. They're going to have uh, Scandinavia Russia sailings from Hamburg to Stockholm on May 22nd, and they're also going to have some North Cape and Arctic Circle voyages from Copenhagen to Stockholm uh, departing on the uh, on June 13th. So essentially they've got some holes in their uh, availability, some opportunities, 
and they wanted to kind of test the market. So, you know, from $3,000, Crystal is one of the best cruise lines uh, in the world. It is, yeah. it is a six-star line, and uh, look, it's, it's a good deal for some people. Did, do other cruise lines offer standby, and, and does it affect Homeland Security? I mean, do, can anyone just go to a ship with cash and, and bail the country? Well, I mean, look, you're, here you're talking, the only U.S. one is, is San Francisco. And people, look, people do show up, but they're going to have to, you know, be screened just like uh, everybody else. Right. But uh, the likelihood of availability on the day of sailing is so far remote. But, I mean, no one's going to fly to Hamburg hoping to be able to catch a cruise. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, this, these, are, these are trips that do require a lot of uh, advanced planning. Let's move to Disney. They had a series of announcements last week, and let's, uh, let's recap that. They're moving the Disney Magic to Galveston. Is that correct? Well, what, what it's going to be doing is it's going to be going to New York first. It's going to be doing 20 sailings. They're going to have a couple, like two night cruises to nowhere. They're going to have uh, cruises up to Canada, and they're also going to be doing um, Bahamas sailings. Then the ship is then going to uh, reposition to Galveston, Texas, for 12 seven-night sailings, and that's Disney Magic. The other exciting news was Disney Wonder, which um, has been uh, sailing out of Los Angeles, which is preparing for its inaugural Alaska season, round, uh, doing seven-night round trip out of Vancouver. For 2012, they announced that uh, they were going to be moving the ship to Seattle. So it's going to be doing seven-night round trip Seattle sailings in 2012, they're also going to include sail, uh, sailing to Hawaii. Uh, dates haven't been announced for that yet, but uh, that's going to be quite popular. So it'll be about a 14, a 14 to 15 night cruise uh, from Los Angeles uh, visiting the Hawaiian Islands. Uh, so you know some very exciting stuff. Now that they've they've added the fourth ship in 2012, which will be Disney Fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, to, to which replaces Magic uh, in Canaveral. So that'll be doing the seven night Eastern Western Caribbean. Disney Dream, which today is the most heavily booked and most sought-after cruise ship in the world, um, do, which does three and four night, uh, and actually it'll do some five night sailings uh, this summer um, out of out of Canaveral. So, with the addition of these two ships, now Disney can venture farther around the globe, and in this case, uh, they're going to be doing more around the the United States. You know, Alaska, Hawaii, Caribbean, Canada. I mean, it's, it's some Bahamas. I mean, it's, it's some nice stuff. How is the European market doing right now, anyways? It's a good question. Um, right now, uh, a lot of lines are coming out with some very aggressive sales where, let's say, prices for a 12-night cruise may have been around $4,000 per person with air. Uh, there, are, there are pricing where it's, it's actually come down to about $2,400, $2,500 per person with air for a 12-night uh, Mediterranean cruise. So uh, the... You know, the unrest in northern Africa and the Middle East has, you know, put the brakes on some plans. But I can tell you for most people, it hasn't. It's really not that big a deal. People understand that these will not be affecting the uh, European, you know, the northern Europe and Mediterranean sailings. But uh, what, what really has had an impact is, is the higher airfare costs. You know, the, a lot of the, fuel, the airlines have increased their fuel surcharges. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are kind of turning around and, and second-guessing their summer plans and there's actually been a big uptick in Alaska bookings um, in the last couple of weeks. Stuart, it's just a shame that you know everything about cruising. I love cruising. <laughs> Thanks for being with us again. We love you. <laughs> and we'll be right back after these messages. 
Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cousin? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising Each episode, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. With all the news recently about more and more mega ships about to call Galveston home, you might find yourself sailing from there in the near future. For great eats, great people watching, and great views, head to The Spot, located on the seawall at 32nd Street. Hang out on the huge deck overlooking the Gulf of Mexico and chill with a beer and a burger with all the fixings or some golf classics like shrimp, crawfish, or po'boys. Also, the Spot's Tiki Bar is a happening venue unto itself, so make your way there to continue the party. About a 10-minute drive from the Port of Galveston, the Spot's fun, beachy, spring break atmosphere really makes it a great spot to kick off your cruise. To celebrate Porthole Cruise Magazine's 15th anniversary, we're giving you a chance to win an awesome prize pack. Just go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash cruise radio, and tell us what port you see in the picture and comment right underneath it, and you could be eligible for this week's prize. All right, let's get this week's winner. Hopefully they'll answer. Hello? Could this be Carrie Stang? It sure is. How can I help you? This is Matt and Doug from Cruise Radio. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. How you guys doing? Could, can you imagine it all while we're calling? Uh, let me guess. Did I win a prize? Yes, you did. You've got the Porthole Cruise Magazine prize pack. Woohoo! Fantastic. Now, did you just come back from a cruise aboard the Celebrity Solstice? Uh, actually, on the Eclipse. Oh, ah, okay. Three weeks ago. Very celebrated good. my big 50th birthday. And Happy birthday. And a wonderful time. Thank you, sir. What did you think of the ship? Oh, I loved it. Uh... Actually, we enjoyed a fantastic uh, evening in cuisine. The food is phenomenal there. We were in aqua class, so we were able to enjoy the blue restaurant every evening other than the nights that we did specialty dining. And it's just a gorgeous ship. A lot of different venues for people to enjoy of all different types of uh, varieties, and uh, definitely highly recommend it. Excellent. Well, Carrie, enjoy the Porthole Cruise Magazine prize pack, and thank you so much for being a cruise radio listener. We really appreciate it. Hey, you guys are doing some great stuff. I really enjoy it. The news that comes across with the cruise guide that you guys bring up every week that helps me. So hats off to you guys. Really enjoy it. Keep it up, and uh, thank you very much. Porthole Cruise Magazine is celebrating its 15-year anniversary. To say thanks for your support, they're offering Cruise Radio listeners a special subscription rate of 10 issues for $15. To receive this offer, listeners who are U.S. residents can go to porthole.com subscription page and log in with promo code CRUISERADIO or call 800-776-PORT. That's 800-776-7678 and mention Cruise Radio. 
is my favorite meteorologist from the Weather Channel. Mine too. <laughs> Here to field your questions, Jennifer Natoso. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Let's get right to it because it's obviously a big story in the news with Japan, um, the tsunamis. First of all, what causes a tsunami? I, I know we, we know that earthquakes cause them. Anything else? Earthquakes are the most common thing that causes them, but they can also be caused by volcanic eruptions from the floor of the ocean, and also, again, very less common landslides or rock slides at the bottom Uh of the ocean. Are tsunamis a danger on the open sea? For example, cruise ships way out there? I would say for the most part, no. Um, Because of the very small amplitude of these waves out in the ocean, meaning the wave height is only a few inches over the course of a pretty large area, it's possible a tsunami could go by with a large cruise ship and you wouldn't even feel it. Wow. Let's talk about rogue waves. What causes those? We're not 100% sure what causes a rogue wave. There are some theories about what could cause them. One of the leading theories is that it has to do if a strong current runs counter to the primary direction that the waves normally travel in that neck of the woods. Now, rogue waves, unlike tsunami, can and reportedly have affected large ships out in ocean waters. A rogue wave can, in fact, get very high and uh, cause damage, and media has attributed rogue waves to a lot of ships that have sunk that the reason for their sinking has never fully been explained. Where are they most common? It really is all over the place, but one place where they mention in particular that the current does run counter to the normal direction of the waves is Cape Agulhas off the southern tip of Africa, for example, but it is not confined to one particular area. And because it is still somewhat of a, a, a mystery and it happens out in open water and, you know, a lot of times there's no one there to witness it. They, they just get information from reporting stations. But generally deep water. Generally they're, they're, deep water. Yeah. Um, in 2004, there was a freak wave caused by Hurricane Ivan in the Gulf of Mexico. It was about 91 feet high Holy from crap. peak to trough. Wow. But that was detected by pressure sensors. It was not sighted by humans or, or noticed by a ship. All right, Jennifer, let's go to the phones. Amanda from Knoxville, Tennessee, go ahead. Hey, guys, I'm just curious. Are there any predictions for this year's hurricane season? Actually, just last week, Colorado State University issued an update to its 2011 Atlantic hurricane season forecast. Yeah. first one came out in December. They should an update last week. It calls for a total of 16 named storms, nine hurricanes, and five major hurricanes. Now, what is important to note is, for example, the 2010 season was very active, but very little in the way of landfalling hurricanes. So it isn't necessarily how many there are, it's how strong they are, and if they make landfall, because all you need is one Hurricane Katrina to cause devastation, and the rest of the numbers really don't matter. So definitely the message to people is, no matter what those long-range outlooks call for, be prepared either way. All right, Amanda, thank you for the call. Bobby in Boston, go ahead. Uh, My wife and I are planning a cruise this fall. My question is, are there certain areas of the Caribbean more prone to hurricanes? Can we look at that month by month and we can talk about it a little bit? Sure. Because for the most part, they're neck and neck, but there are a couple of months where they differ slightly. 
For example, Cozumel is slightly more likely to see a tropical system than the Bahamas are in June. In July, they're about equal. In August, they're about equal. In September, they're equal, and September certainly one of the most active months for the Caribbean and the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, October, a little bit more likely in the Bahamas, a little less likely by comparison uh, around Cozumel, and November, very unlikely around Cozumel, but still possible in the Bahamas. Selfishly speaking, uh, we here in Jacksonville have always been so lucky when it comes to hurricanes. And, and what, is, what uh, is that attributed to? Is there's, uh, what, what is it exactly that causes the hurricanes to kind of bounce off of our invisible force field? Um, it is a very specific technical meteorological term called dumb luck. <laughs> I mean, there, there really is no explanation. You'll see things each year come out, you know, that'll say, New York City is in trouble this year. If they got hit by a hurricane, they're, they're more likely this year because they haven't seen one in the past or anything. You know what? Uh, hurricanes are just like roulette. Just because you landed on black before doesn't mean you huh. can't land on black again. It resets every time. There's no, just because Jacksonville hasn't been hit, it's more likely to get hit now. Just because New York hasn't been hit in a long time, they're more likely to get hit now. Just because New Orleans got devastated a few years ago means that they're in the clear. It, it really means nothing. Okay. Anna, I thought you had said something, Doug. You had provided one of your own theories about Jacksonville not getting hit. Does the Gulf Stream have nothing to do with that, Jennifer? certainly contributes to the paths of hurricanes. You know, they come across the Atlantic. They generally form off the coast of Africa, come across the Atlantic. And then once they get closer to the United States, it really becomes more a function of the steering winds in mm -hmm. the upper levels of the atmosphere, where the high-pressure systems and the low-pressure systems are over the North Atlantic and over the U.S., that tends to have more of an effect than the Gulf Stream. The Gulf Stream is kind of what keeps them firing because they come into contact with the Gulf Stream, and that helps to provide more warm water, which is fuel for hurricanes. Mm -hmm. So it's, they don't do so much with the steering as they do with providing the, the fuel for the, the fuel. hurricane. I got you. And for the folks who don't know what it is, what exactly is the Gulf Stream? The Gulf Stream is a current of warm water that comes up from the south and kind of meanders along the southeastern coast of the United States and then veers off a little bit once you get up towards the mid-Atlantic and then circles across the Atlantic Ocean and then flows south um, off the coast of the U.K. And, and Europe. And there is a similar current uh, on the other side of the U.S., but it runs in the opposite direction. Hmm. There's a, a cold current that's called, if you will, the California current, and it comes <laughs> from the north down the coast of California, and that's why their water temperature is so much cooler and why they don't have to worry about tropical systems on the west coast like we do on the east coast. We get our warm water up from the south, they get the cool water down from the north. Well, in regards to the Gulf Stream, according to my favorite show, Dexter, on Showtime, it's a, it's a great place to dump uh, body parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love that show. Oh, um. I love it. It's an awesome show. All right, one last call. Scott in Missoula, Montana. Go ahead. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate you taking my call and really enjoy the show. Listen every week. Hey, I was wondering, why did they call it the Bermuda Triangle? Is, there, is the weather there really that bad in that area? 
Um, the Bermuda Triangle is, in fact, a triangle that uh, its points are Bermuda at the top of the triangle, and then picture a line down to the left to Miami, mm-hmm. and then picture a line down to the right to Puerto Rico. Gotcha. Basically, the Bermuda Triangle reports have been, kind of like reports of my demise, have been much exaggerated. Yeah. Um, it's It's been a myth that has been perpetuated by sloppy journalists and researchers right. and the yeah. National Enquirer. There's been some studies in recent history um, looking into the incidents of so-called disasters in the Bermuda Triangle. Some of them have been embellished. Some of them never occurred at all. Right. Um, there's no more incidents of plane and shipping accidents in the Bermuda Triangle than there are in any other place in the world. It's just a, a fun story that continues to get perpetuated. I, I think the triangle is real. You think Bigfoot's real? Yes, I do. Scott, thank you for the question. And Jennifer, we can't thank you enough. This is oh, awesome. Sure. Ladies sure. and gentlemen, Jennifer DeToso from the Weather Channel, thanks for being with us on Cruise Radio. Oh, the pleasure was all on this side of the table. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Every week we like to try and save you some money thanks to cruisesforless.com. Check it out. A 14-night transatlantic crossing aboard the Voyager of the Seas. Galveston to Barcelona. This is May 1st. Inside, starting from 449, an ocean view from 599, and a balcony from 799. Cruise over to Europe from the heart of Texas from less than $36 a night. Cruises for Less, by the way, can assist with a post-cruise vacation in Barcelona and return airfare. Here's one right down the road. Five-night Bahamas cruise leaving out of Jacksonville, October 24th, aboard the Carnival Fascination going to Key West and Nassau. Inside from 199, ocean view from 299, and balcony from 499. Book early and save big with Carnival's early saver rates. Here's a good one for you. How about a seven-night Caribbean and Bermuda cruise aboard the Caribbean Princess? San Juan to New York happening right around the corner on May 1st. Inside from 349, ocean view from 379, and balcony from 599. This is another unique itinerary. It's less than $55 a night to escape completely in an ocean view stateroom on Princess. To grab any of these deals, call 888-973-SHIP. That's 888-973-7447. Or go to cruisesforless.com slash cruise radio. All right, that's going to do it for us. Next week, more thorough cruise information with Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. Hey, just a reminder, again, we are on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio is a free app from your smartphone. You can take cruise radio on the go with you to the gym your work commute whatever right there at stitcher radio just search cruise radio on it and don't forget you can win that porthole cruise magazine prize pack facebook.com slash cruise radio tell us what port you see in the pick just comment your answer and you could win the next porthole prize pack from the cruise radio studios in jacksonville florida i'm matt bassford and i'm doug parker and this is cruise radio 
Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.